Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hannigan in studio, and we're going to start off today. We have Derek. Uh, is it DeRoos? Is that, is that correct, Derek? Uh, DeRose. 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 Okay, it's not French then. Okay. It's not, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah. But anyway, for some reason, which we may find out, Derek uh, is a carp fisherman, like C-A-R-P, those things that... Uh, um, kind of like big goldfish that you find in the bottom of the rivers. And we're going to find out a little bit why carp fishing has become uh, more and more to the forefront. Originally, it was, uh, uh, and well, it still is in Europe, a very much sought after game fish. And originally, I think it was brought over... But well, I'll tell you what. Let's not go into that right now. Let's let's wait until we come back from the break, and then we'll get more serious about it. But uh, we would like you to make sure that you remember to go to fishtalkradio.com. You can listen to this show anytime you want. It should be up, uh, you know, hopefully um, soon. <laughs> and uh, if we can figure out how to do this. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, Ken's been having some problems uploading the show, but I think we got it figured out. But uh, you can listen to the show anytime, as many times as you want to, by going to fishtalkradio.com. We also have uh, Facebook, which is fishtalkradio.com. And if there's any questions, anything you want to know, any place you want to go, uh, check us out. You know, we've got a trip leaving. You probably missed it already. That's to Alaska. Uh, that's uh, already already on the way uh, at realfundadventures.com. But we do have some more stuff coming up. And if there's some place you'd like to go that you've, uh, it's on your list, just let us know and you would be surprised what we can do for you. Anyway, we're going to have to take a quick break, but we're going to come right back with you and Derek on Fish Talk Radio. And uh, I hope you enjoy the show. on the magnificent Sea of Cortez. The Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming, laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at costabajaresort.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust Sport Fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust Sport Fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have uh, Ken Cleveland sitting here just uh, taking notes and watching, and maybe we'll get him on the air if, if we can. But we right now we have, <laughs> he said, no, thank you. <laughs> we'll wait and we'll see. We have Derek DeRose. Is that correct, Derek? Yeah. Okay. Now, Derek enjoys fishing for carp. Now, I, I was just I was telling Derek a little bit ago, a couple of years ago, somebody called me and said they were from the North American Carp Fishing Association or something like that. And I go, you got to be kidding me. Is this for real? <laughs> do people really do this? Well, since then, I've learned that uh, fishing for carp is really quite a sport. Um, and, uh, Derek, I, I, my understanding is that carp were introduced into the United States in the early, early 1900s, brought over primarily as a food source, and were probably one of the most expensive um, food products around. And I know kids look at me and go, what? Who would eat that stuff? But <laughs> it's true. Um, but, you know, since then, you know, people look at it as junk fish and, you know, bottom fish or trash fish, but they really, really, it's like a freshwater tarpon. Would that be a good way to put it? Yeah. Yeah, they, they fight extremely hard. Uh, I got into it originally. Uh, I was originally a bass fisherman, and uh, watching Bill dance, he would occasionally go for carp, and I'm like, wow, where can I catch these huge fish? And uh, found out they pretty much live in any body of water, and... Uh, Went out, tried some bread, and uh, hooked into a carp, and I've been hooked ever since. Wow. Now, what did you use to catch that first carp? 
Uh, just white bread. White bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're not uh, going to say, like, Wonder Bread or something to give them uh, some, yeah. something. Something that can really stick on the hook. I mean, if uh-huh. you buy, like, uh, it's like dough for bread, yeah. it's not yeah. really going to hold on there. Yeah. So you need to find... Yeah, like a like Wonder Bread would work. <laughs> Something really soft. Yeah, we'll have to tell Berkeley about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make some cart bread. There you go. But uh, yeah, another good bait is corn. Uh huh. For for whatever reason, they they can't resist corn. That stays on the hook a little better. Mm-hmm. You know, like you would just want to use uh, a smaller hook, uh, size six. To eight, maybe a size four, just line the kernels up. And uh, I do European style carp fishing, but when you're first starting out, you can just use like a Carolina rig, you know, and uh, you should leave your bale open because if you have your bale closed, it's going to, the carp's going to pull your rod right in the lake. So you kind of <laughs> have to keep your eye on your line. Okay. And so, you're, in other words, you're recommending spinning gear, and then yeah. you just you put it out and just leave it open and let the let the you uh, leave the, it open, or you could set your drag really loose, mm-hmm. and then you know once it starts peeling off your reel, you can slowly tighten it up. Well, I I have to say that I have never caught a carp. I mean, I've. I can't remember where it was a few years ago. There was all these carp in the, you know, next to the marina or whatever it was, swimming around. Right. And, you know, you could put anything in the water, and they wouldn't even look at it. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it seems um, there's like a time period during the day, like the, maybe the afternoon or whatever, where they they kind of uh, kind of sleep, or they're kind of like um, they call it suspending, where they're. Oh not really uh, actively feeding, whereas like a bass or something, you know, you can drop a lure in front of it, and most of the time it'll respond to it, whereas a carp, you kind of, you have to have a lot of patience, you know. You can't really, you can sort of sight fish for them sometimes, but usually you just want to put your line out there and wait, you know. And they kind of, they travel in uh, groups, like shoals, so sometimes, you know, you catch that first one, and then you can just, you know, they'll be in the area and you can keep catching them. Mm-hmm. Well, the great thing about carp in the United States, although they're not indigenous, they're pretty much everywhere, mostly in areas that uh, are a little bit warmer and shallower water. So where, where would you typically find carp? Um, you, could, you can actually find them in rivers, lakes even stream sometimes uh, a good way to, to locate them actually is uh you want to go out early in the morning or evening when the sun is setting and they they start jumping oh. so a good good way to find them is you know look for where they're jumping oh wow okay when they're active yeah okay mm-hmm. but uh you know we you know i don't know what the difference is between a a carp and a koi and a goldfish, but I don't think there's a whole lot of difference. But they, you know, they may, they have a bad rap, okay? But that may not be necessarily true. Originally, they were uh, imported as a food source in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, I don't know why. <laughs> you know, they're, they're bony, and honestly, I've never even tried one. Uh, but... You know, apparently they're in in some places in the world they're very much sought after, 
And in Europe, it's a huge, huge sport fish. And that's, I mean, these people get really serious about it, and there's big money tournaments uh, fishing for them. I, you know, I know. Ken's looking at me like, what? <laughs> no, really. <laughs> but the, they are becoming um, more to the front because they are, like you said, they fight hard. So give us a little bit more about, you know, what you do and what it's like to hook one up. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, when, I mean, when you hook into one, it's like, it's like hooking into the back of a truck or something. I mean, it's hard to slow them down. It, you kind of have to have your drag pretty loose because even, even if you think your drag's okay, they can take off so fast they can snap your line. So, I mean, I mean, I fish for carp because it's like an adrenaline rush. Like, mm-hmm. The line just goes off. Zing! Yeah, uh, yeah it <clears throat> takes off. And then, um, I mean, I, I know a lot of people think they kind of look ugly, but a big thing in Europe is, like, taking pictures with the carp. You know, they have, uh, I don't know, they put a lot of effort in, in the, you know, the photography part of it. So, you know, I... I kind of do the same thing. I like to take good pictures with them and mm-hmm. and all that. You know, well, do- they are, you know, they're not ugly fish. I mean, they're fish, but, uh, you know, they got big scales. But, yeah. yeah. But, uh, as I said, in Europe, and what you do and what they do in Europe is mostly catch and release. I know in a lot of the lakes that they've become um, maybe overpopulated. Right. They don't want you to put them back in the water. You know, when you catch one, they don't. They you don't want you to put it back in the water because they're they're trying to uh, cull the uh, the population. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of depends on where you're at and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know that. And, and again, I, I mentioned earlier about a little bit like a you know a tarpon actually is certainly not a fish that you probably want to eat. And right. they they kind of. Similar to the carp, they you know a lot of times you'll see them around the marinas and stuff in Florida and in certain areas, and they they don't seem to be too exciting. Why why do people want to fish for them? The reason is is the way they fight and the way they dance. Now, will a carp come to the top of the water? Uh, no, they they won't jump. Uh, sometimes they'll kind of come to the top, but. Yeah, they don't. They don't jump. I mean, they don't. They don't fight like a catfish either. Like when you when you try to net them, they're like, you know, really trying not to get netted. Whereas a catfish kind of doesn't really know it's getting netted. But yeah, they don't jump. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but well, now normally you use a spinning rod, apparently. Yeah, I use uh with the European rods, it's a spinning rod. It has a, a bait runner on it. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, those, are, those are like uh, cheating because <laughs> they, they catch the fish for you. Well, but, yeah. I mean, you can use a regular reel and just, uh, yeah. you know, loosen the drag right. a lot. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna to have to let you go. It's been interesting and exciting. Any other quick tips? Uh, apparently what you said is either in the morning or in the afternoon is your best bet. And you uh, mentioned bread and corn. Um, yeah, um, you can you can catch them any time. I mean, yeah, yeah, pretty much any time. Right. And then uh, okay. you just need a lot of patience because right. sometimes. Uh, well, well, we're gonna. are you know, not just not gonna bite. Right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have to let you go. Uh, would you like to get some information in about five seconds? If anybody wants to reach you, they can just give me a call. 
Yeah, if, yeah. If you want, if you'd like to get in touch, uh, just just uh, get in touch with us, and and we'll put you in touch and give you some more information. We got to go. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have the pleasure of the editor of the, has to be, the most popular outdoor publication probably in the world, certainly on the West Coast. Western Outdoor News, um, we can't disclose figures, but its uh, circulation is really big. But what, uh, if you wouldn't mind... Uh, Pat McDonald, would you give us just a, a couple of seconds about Western Outdoor News and what it is and what you do? 
Well, it's a weekly newspaper covering um, all the way from Oregon down to uh, Baja, primarily a sport fishing uh, uh, publication which uh, deals with uh, you know, fishing freshwater and saltwater. And then uh, and uh, the um, uh, we do a fair amount of hunting. We, it's not a primarily a hunting publication, but we do uh, four or five pages of it. Uh, and when the seasons really get going, we, we push that pretty heavily. And then we have a monthly uh, supplement or section each week. As far as um, now, it's a weekly. It's kind of unique. You know, nobody really... Uh, nobody has a weekly publication anywhere in the country for fishing and hunting, particularly for fishing. And the uh, reason for that is it's just too damn costly. They sit there and call up everybody all the time. There's websites that are set up and that sort of thing. And over the years, the attrition, you know, through the print media and because of the Internet and uh, the evolution of radio and podcasts and everything else, uh, really has we're kind of like the lone wolf out there uh, doing it. And uh, so we're continuing to do it, and I think we've held our circulation here pretty good. It was a bit of a drop there during the recession and, and whatnot. But actually, we're holding steady, and we're doing really well now. It's been a struggle, uh, but uh, we're, we're actually doing quite well. And one reason is, is that we're diversified, and we uh, do events. We do have the U.S. Open uh, in uh, September. It's the biggest uh, pro bass tournament on the in the West. And then we also do one in Clear Lake. We just had that a couple, uh, about three weeks ago, and that was, uh, 100, I think, 160 teams or something. It was fabulous. Uh, it was up for the third year in a row. We do the biggest tuna tournament in the world. That's in Cabo. It's in its 16th year. It's in November. And then we do two jackpot tournaments at Catalina and also in San Diego. Uh, the one in Catalina is in May, and then the one down in San Diego is coming up, and that's the week after Labor Day. That will be the, the uh, um, I believe it's the 11th and the 12th of September. So we're pretty excited about all the things we do. We also do a couple of events in Big Bear, which is the biggest Big Bear tournament now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, it is. It's the uh, May Classic, I think, uh, is no longer with us, uh, but our tournament, the Trout Fest, is uh, takes over that slot as the biggest tournament there at Big Bear. Um, and also, we have the biggest repertoire tournament uh, probably in the world also at the, uh, uh, which is yeah. uh, no, just up at, in uh, May, uh, at, over at Havasu. Yeah, so yeah, that, we're, so, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, we're quite diversified, and we do tons of charters and everything else. So in order to, to be relevant and exciting, we also have the websites, and we have quite a few Facebook pages uh, for the tournaments. And so we're, we're a busy bunch over here. Well, a, a couple of quick comments. First of all, Thank you, because now it's not that I don't like or use computers, and it's great that you can get your smartphone and get some quick information. But if you are, uh, let's just say you're sitting on a boat waiting for the strike, or if you're sitting someplace else with nothing else to do, uh, <laughs> um, it's great to actually have a printed page and something you can go through and read through. And it's getting more and more difficult every day to find that. And, and, but the other thing is, is that you guys don't you don't come out just once a month uh, or a magazine that comes out three or four times a year. No, no, we don't. But uh, no, we're a weekly. We have two publications, one in the north and one in the south. The dividing line is somewhere around uh, Fresno. Mm -hmm. And uh, we cover all the way down to, to Cabo San Lucas and all the way down to Mazatlan, Puerto Vallarta. So we're, we extend all the way from Oregon to the north and all the way down there. And uh, we call these people every single uh, week. We call, we, we use any, any mode of information uh, that we can get to, to get the, the latest reports. Um, we also have the website, too. It's wonews.com. Mm -hmm. so that's, uh, that's well, I, I, I was just going to say, a lot of people listening to this show do not live on the West Coast. 
So right. if they're interested in what you're doing or finding out any of this information, uh, how easy is it for them to get that? Oh, it's about as easy as pie, let me tell you. So uh, here's the deal. You can just, if you want it for free, it's not going to be super current on a day-to-day basis, but it's all new information every week. It's at wonews.com, W-O-N-E-W-S.com. We post that information generally uh, right around the time that the paper comes out on Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, so we're not throwing out information that we want you to buy. So we'll, uh, so when you, and, and it's not always in the same format. So uh, the website is a great uh, tool for, uh, um, like all websites. But um, it doesn't. We don't want it to uh, take away from what mm-hmm. we do here. So it's a lot of it's promotional. We do a lot of information on it. It's all brand new. There's no old information. It's constantly evolving. It might. Uh, so we update it generally throughout the week, starting on Tuesday. We'll put the paper out on Wednesday, and then we start updating the website and getting all the information that's in the newspaper. Uh, so that's free. You can look at that and check it out. It's um, that's it's anywhere in the world. Wonews dot com. W o n e w s dot com. Real simple. But also this is that let's say let's just take it to another level. Here. Okay. Uh, the newspaper comes out once a week. Mm-hmm. You you have to get the South edition or you have to get the North edition. If you want to read both editions, it's very easy because digitally we provide that publication in a PDF flip page, beautiful little format. All you got to do is go on wonews.com and look up the digital edition, click on it. It tells you exactly where your little codes are, and, uh, codes are on your paper. It's right there on the mailing label. Very simple. You punch in those codes, you can flip open, and you can read the Western Outdoor News North Edition, the South Edition, all the supplements, and they're all archived. If you want to see if you're... So what you're saying is you you have to buy one newspaper, and Uh, from that you get get all the rest of it. No, it's a mailing label. If you have a subscription, you have to pay $40 a month for the subscription. Now, Uh you can get it digital only, which means you also get the same code, and you can read it digitally. And you don't have to worry about getting mailed to you. You can read it. Some guy over in Iraq, in Iraq or Afghanistan can uh, get on yeah. his uh, get on his phone, and he can read Western Outdoor News um, as it appears on Tuesday after the publication. It's just flip it and read it. You can uh, jack it up and read it. All the technology there now is so good yeah. now to read publications online. So yeah. you can get it digitally and get all both North and South, or you can get it print and digitally and read both North and South editions. So, And that's free. The digital editions are free if you get a subscription, and they are $25 a month, no print, digital only. So you take your uh, pick your poison. And that's four times a month. So yeah, that's, they're up to date every day. Well, that's let's great. put it this way. John, let's yeah. put it this way. I'm, I'm not trying to sell Western Outdoors. I guess I am. Well, of course you that's are. What I'm, yeah. That's what I'm doing. But, but that's okay. Uh, but, you're not, you're not look, paying for it, but that's okay. <laughs> look, here, yeah, here's the deal. Yeah, people take print publications and look uh, because and women love people magazine people uh, they yeah. love to read vogue they read print publications for two reasons one good content and they re- and they love looking at ads believe it or not mm. people buy publications print publications for ads the last thing ah. you want to see the last thing that you want to see or listen to on a radio or watch on television with your DVR right. recording is watch an ad 
You know, I'm that's, sorry, but that, that's I'm sorry, interesting. The print, print I, I, publications I hadn't thought about it that are the way, only yeah. are the only medium in which people expect to see the ads and buy the publications for the ads. Hmm. So, uh, so they get it for both reasons. And uh, let's take you. Let's take it to another level. You buy a pu- publication for forty dollars. You get it once a week. Mm-hmm. It's forty dollars. It's a buck a week, or it's less than a buck a week. Because there's fifty-two weeks in the year. And you not only get the, the weekly, but you also get all the ads, yeah. and it's 52 times. So you get 52 issues for 40 bucks. I don't think you really can get anything better out there. That let's say you, you want to buy a reel, you're going to save. You could save 40 dollars on a on a reel just by having the publication and realizing that Turner's or somebody like that is having a sale. And you can save 40 bucks just by having the publication and being aware that they're they're selling something for $40 less than normal that you would normally buy. So uh, all the plus all the uh, the ads that are that run there about special deals from landing. So the, the publication pays for itself if you utilize it. If it gets you fired up about going out and doing it, it well, you, you Pat, you know what's interesting well, is what, what you mentioned. I hadn't thought about it that way, but you're right because you know there's a you know I, I find if you go online and they, they they stick an ad in your face that you don't want, it's very irritating. But when you're paging through and you see these ads, and if you're looking, if you want to take a trip mm-hmm. and you're looking for a special deal, or if you're looking for a particular piece of equipment and you find a special deal, uh, it's not offensive because it's not put in your face. You actually, you know, you, mm-hmm. you see it and read it. That's that's uh, something I hadn't thought of before. That's uh, no, That no, is no. interesting. Well, yeah. well, everything is evolving very quickly. Mm-hmm. We're in the digital, yeah, sure, we're in the digital age. There's no question about it, and we're, we're a big part of that. But, mm-hmm. uh, in all, in many many ways, okay. Uh, but um, but there's there was no question that in, in some print publications that offer the same thing, like the San Diego okay. Union Tribune. I can yeah. never figure out why anybody would want to subscribe to it <laughs> when they offer yeah. everything <laughs> online. Yeah. Online. Why okay. would I want to buy it? Yeah. Well, I guess the reason why I'd want to buy that, it is so but, that uh, uh, Pat, I can get the the whole package. Pat, uh, and, and that, we're that, we're, we're going to have to take a break. Um, and when we come back, what I would like to do is talk about you are the guy that does tournaments. I mean, you in particular, you're editor of the thing, but your big thing is all the tournaments. I'd like to find out about more about those, why you do them, where you do them, what time of the year do them, and and if people are interested in getting involved in them, how do they Sounds do that? Good. So we're going we're gonna to take a, a little quick break, and again, to give you a, a, another free plug, <laughs> Western Outdoor News is WON dot com. Is that it? Yeah, WONews.com. WONews.com. Okay. Right. All right. We'll be right back. She said she found another that's not a fishing fool. So I know she's only teasing and I know she'd really miss the job that I gave her of cleaning all my fish. road stretches for miles in front of you and with the ram 1500 you'll be able to reach mile after open mile it gets a best in class 25 miles per gallon highway so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge but by your gauge for achievement and the ram 1500 is the first ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year guts glory ram see your local ram dealer today for great deals epa estimated 25 mpg highway based on v6 4x2 
If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos Delmar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Delmar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! It's a beautiful day, oh, what do you say, let's go fishing. What a wonderful way to spend the day just a-fishing. Oh, the water on the lake is smooth as glass, oh, we might catch a sunny, we might catch a bass, oh, what do you say, let's go fishing. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have the pleasure of the editor of Western Outdoor News. Has to be the probably the most popular printed publication having to do with the outdoors in the world. If not, I'd be surprised. I can't imagine anything, the circulation and the, the amount that they cover. But we've got Pat McDonald on the line, and we've been talking mostly about the publication. But Pat, besides being the editor, he spearheads a lot of competitions and that's what I'd like to talk to Pat about, about all the different things that you do, where you do them, how people can get involved. And what the great thing about what you do, Pat, it's, it's you know, you, you've got the, probably the biggest one is the tuna tournament in Cabo, usually the, the first week in November. Yeah. And there's some significant prize money, but it's a, it's a tournament that the average person can afford to get into. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was one of the reasons why we set it up that way 16 years ago, uh, was that uh, we saw the Bisbees, and it's, uh, at that time it was $6,000 to enter, I think, at the low end, and then uh, $16,000 at the high end. Now it's 
same as the low end, but it's up to sixty thousand uh, dollars. Yeah, I was going to say because the, the uh, pe- people that go in, you know, you get the, you know, the entering the tournament's one thing, but by the time you get all the daily bets and the side bets and stuff, it's and then pay for the boat and the captain and stuff. It's at least a sixty thousand dollar deal. Yeah, but, but even but even so, even at five thousand dollars, it was it was tough for a lot of guys. So, but mm-hmm. uh, but you know, it was the Marlin tournament, and you know, and uh, so. But what I wanted to do was a tuna tournament, and that was uh, and make it fun, make it more party oriented, uh, but also have uh, a, a chunk of money that's uh, that could be won. And so over the years, we've kind of raised up the entry fee from uh, I think it was originally six hundred dollars, um, maybe it was seven hundred dollars originally, but six or seven hundred dollars, and it's up to a thousand now. But half of that money goes back into the op- into the uh, overall. Oh, uh, so pay back out in prize money, you mean? In prize money, that's straight wow. prize money, and then the other half goes towards all the parties and the gifts and everything oh. else. And, uh, so five hundred dollars goes towards because uh, we because we buy dinners. You know, we have two six hundred person dinners. You know, in, in addition to uh, all the costs. So really, we we really our our thing is the optional money is where I guess where our uh, mm-hmm. and the sponsorship is where we uh, make our money. And it's not a huge money maker for us, but it's a fun event and it's a it's the biggest tuna tournament in the world. Uh, and it's been that way for, for ever since it started. We had 112 teams back in 1999, and people thought that was just absolutely incredible that we could attract 112 teams to a jackpot tournament down in Cabo in the first year. And it went all the way up to 180 teams, dropped back down to as low as 104, 106 during the the height of our recession, if that's what you want to call it. And then now it's uh, last year, right before the hurricane, it went up to 100. We had 131 teams when a lot of people were wondering if we would even have the tournament. And uh, and uh, that was uh, so 131 teams last year. We're expecting uh, between 150 and 160 this year. So and probably giving away about 600 to 700,000 dollars in cash and another wow. 200,000 dollars in prizes, you know, yeah. over drawing. <laughs> so it's Whoa. It, it's uh Ken's going. Know, Ken's going. Yeah. yeah. And uh here's the deal. Here's the deal, John, <clears throat> is that it, it, you can get in for a th- I hate to be like the salesman like this, you know, this guy, but but it's it's really fun and this is how I try to sell the thing as I say, look, if I, I designed the tournament for a guy like me, you know, I'm not a wealthy guy, but if I but I can certainly afford two hundred and fifty dollars uh if if I get three other guys to go in and I'm gonna go down to Cabo and fish a couple of days on a charter boat, I can afford that and stay at the uh Tesoro, which is the old Plaza Las Glorias and I can get a rental car and charter a boat and I can afford that tournament. And now if I, I wanna get in and get into the optionals and raise it raise up the investment level a little bit and I can maybe win more money, it's kinda like going to Vegas and doing the quarter quarter machines or doing the <laughs> Dollar machines yeah. or the blackjack table, yeah. whatever. The higher you up you are on the uh, on the level, the more chance you have of winning bigger money. But you can go down, enjoy it, have a great time, and for a thousand bucks for a team, divided four ways, it's not a big it's not a big investment in terms of a sport fishing trip mm-hmm. down to Cabo. So uh, the total investment, I figured, John, for at the uh, having doing going into a couple of optionals, hotel, car, flight. Uh, a couple of grand. Entry yeah. for, it's it's twenty three hundred twenty two hundred and fifty dollars is what I figured it out to per uh-huh. person to to play and then to have a chance at winning some some pretty good money in two of the optionals the Wahoo uh-huh. Draw Auto optional had sixty thousand dollars in it each day last year so wow. that was a thousand dollars it's five hundred dollars a day and if you buy into an optional it's both days so. We did the Wahoo Draw Auto option. I think ninety teams. Uh, I think over a hundred teams got into it. Mm-hmm. 
So well, from what I understand, the Wahoo are thick this year. Yeah, they were thick down there. there, yeah. So a lot of people, you know, if they don't have a shot at a big tuna or somebody catches a 280-pound tuna on the first day, it turns it turns it into kind of a uh, Wahoo Dorado tournament, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, so that was one reason why we, 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 we began that optional. And yeah. everybody jumped right into it. And there's 60 grand in that thing every day, yeah. not to mention uh, – the other uh, the other optionals, which uh, that's where the real some of the real big money is. Mm-hmm. We had eight teams that were in the money last year. Eight teams, none made less than thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> it's not always the case, but a lot that's of times a, it is. It's a lot better than buying a lottery ticket. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and a lot more three, fun. There were three wow. teams that won a hundred thousand dollars right. over a hundred thousand. Yeah, pl- plus all the dinners and all the rest of it. Yeah. It's fun. And, uh, you know, you know it's, everybody has a great time. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a great time. Yeah. We do drawings. We uh, we make sure that everybody feels like they're all welcome. And, yeah. and here's the deal. Very important, John, because you deal in Mexico all the time, is that I did not want to have a tournament in which the Americans come down, party, and treat the Mexicans rudely or poorly, mm-hmm. that they weren't they weren't invited to the party. This tournament is as much a Mexican tournament as it is an American tournament. It is run in, a, as a, in cooperation with all of the Mexican authorities. We pay the taxes. We abide by the rules. They are as much a part of the tournament as we are. The fact that we're an American company coming down there. But we've been doing business in Mexico for 60 years. Uh, you know, Ray Cannon was down there oh, doing, yeah. doing stories. Right. So that's we right. have he started a, that. Yeah. So we have a track yeah, record yeah, so in he Mexico. Was, yeah, he was one, yeah, he's, well, he's the one that, brought, that started the, yeah. uh, the whole thing back in the 60s. Sure, yeah. He wrote a book about, you know, about it for Sunset Books. And, uh, so, and we've and had... Still, uh, it is still in, I think it's still in print. Yeah, and we've had columnists and everything else, people who have been involved with, uh, you know, Fred Hochter, mm-hmm. Tom, uh, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, you know, Ray was, oh my God, I think Ray was the, uh, was, Ray Cannon was a columnist for for 30 years. Yeah. Uh, Fred Hochter was like 13 years. Yeah, Gene Kira, Tom, Tom oh, Miller. Yeah, that's right, that's right. God, for God's sakes, I shouldn't forget Tom Miller. Yeah. Now we have Jonathan Roldan and Gary Graham. These are really prominent journalists mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and writers. And we have always covered Baja. So it's not as if we're just a bunch of carpetbagging uh, uh, people going down there. We have been involved in the conservation efforts at every level down there. So... So we're we're a part of it. We're part of Mexico. Mm-hmm. We support them, uh, and uh, we pay we pay the Mexican captains uh, on winning boats ten percent of the money right off the top. We pay them directly, uh, uh, so oh, yeah. that, so that American doesn't win money and and then yeah. pay. There, there's two reasons for that. There's yeah. two reasons for that uh, right off the bat. One is we don't want a we don't want a Mexican captain to sit there and go back to the dock. Americans are celebrating or their team is celebrating. Yeah. And they don't get anything but a but a eighty dollar tip. Yeah. Uh, they, the captains know that there's ten percent of the money, and if these right. guys are in some of the jackpots, they yeah. they stand to win twenty thousand dollars uh, <laughs> for that tournament. That that's a yeah. life changing thing. Exactly. Exactly. More yeah. so than it is for the Americans. Yeah. So. Uh, so it's a big deal, and yeah. uh, the Mexicans love it. We right. the guys invite the guys to the parties. They, well, uh, there's Mexican, and there's probably twenty five to thirty Mexican teams. Pat, Pat uh, before we kind of close out on this subject, I'll just make a couple of quick comments. And first of all, is if anybody's interested, this is you know one of the biggest tournaments, prize money, but one of the most affordable ways to do it. And it's not expensive like what you talked about. And, and I'll, I'll mention if if uh, somebody wants some accommodations down there, I can probably help them out with that, too. Mm-hmm. But the let's let's go ahead and continue on with that is probably your biggest tournament. 
But why do you have it when you have it? Because that's when the big tuna uh, get onto the banks. That was it. Was designed. It was. It's after the. Uh, it's, it's after the hurricanes. It's mm-hmm. it's two weeks after the bisbees. Um, we wanted to get away a little bit away from the bisbees and the hurricane season, and it was a good thing, particularly after last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was. Yeah, we had six, they had six weeks to clean the place up, and they did a yeah. great job. But uh, that's always been a concern of mine. Mm-hmm. You just uh, the weather is a big factor down there. You yeah. are. Well, I, I like it November because yeah. it's still, you know, the, Not too the, hot. The, well, the, well, you know, to put things in relative terms, uh, at, at the time the tournament is on, the water temperature will probably be in the low to mid 80s, mm-hmm. air temperature maybe in the high 90s, um, but, you know, it's, so it's comfortable. Well, and it's, it's not a, even, it, John, it's not even particularly, the, it, it, the weather is, is a part of it. It's when the big fish start arriving. But the water's still warm. Yeah. yeah. The big sometimes, fish are there. sometimes it can be get too warm at that time. Yeah. This year, mm-hmm. might, that, that could be the case. We might end up with 90 degree water. Well, actually, um, it's 90 degrees right now, Pat. Yeah. Well, it'll, it goes up now, and then yeah. it'll drop a little bit by the yeah. time we get there. But right. the, uh, but I don't know what the El Nino situation, yeah. every, uh, it's anybody's game this right. year. So, but, well, you know what? Pat, it's fishing. We've only got about a minute left. Mention one or two more. More quick uh, tournaments you got coming up this year. Well, I got the San Diego tournament in sep- uh, September. That's the San Diego jackpot. It's a free entry, uh, one free entry for anybody who has got a Yamaha engine because it's sponsored oh, cool. by Yamaha. Wow! So it's like seventy-five bucks. So if you have a two-man team, it's seventy-five dollars to get into the tournament. It's a guaranteed money is mm-hmm. fifteen hundred dollars first place. I think it's like okay. five hundred and three hundred, and then uh, tons of prizes. And that's okay. in uh, Dana Landing in Mission Bay. Okay. That's uh, September eleventh uh, and the twelfth. Okay. Information's on our website at wonews.com for all that stuff. Sounds good. Well, go to. I, I don't think we have enough time to cover all the rest of them. So oh yeah, go we got to, a ton of them. Just, just <laughs> just go to woenews.com and we're gonna we're gonna have to end this segment. Okay. Uh, but uh, you know it it is. And, um, hopefully I'll be down there this year. I keep saying I want to fish that tuna tournament, but maybe this year I will. Yeah, you should. It's anyway, fun. It's anyway, fun. you are listening. Or not, it's fun. There you go. You are listening to Cork and Fork Radio. This is John Hennigan and Pat McDonald from Western Outdoor News. We really appreciate all that information. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Santos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Santos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at costabajaresort.com.
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 cents per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have the pleasure of the editor, of the, probably as we mentioned before, in my mind, and I don't know how to gauge it, but it's probably the most popular outdoor publication in the world that I know of anyway, because there's, you know, somewhere between 50 and 100,000 issues somewhere, I don't know, but a lot, and it comes out every week. And every one of those issues Pat McDonald has to look at and approve. So he's a busy guy, but he still finds time to go fishing. So, Pat, tell us what you've been up to. Well, we've had this is about the most amazing season we've had in years, I mean, particularly for the bluefin and the yellowfin moving up in here. And uh, I mean, last year was good. This year it's turning out, to, I think, to be even better. The yellowtail season never stopped, and now the tuna are here, and it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's insane. I mean, uh, I just got back from vacation. I was just reading about it all over. On wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, what, on vacation. I thought yeah, you were yeah, always yeah. on vacation. What do you call a vacation? Did you go fishing? I was visit, oh, visiting my sister and went to okay. Boston, you know, okay. doing, doing a lot of history. I love history. Oh, so cool. whatever there. But, you know, reading about everybody going fishing. So the first thing, chance I got, I got my boat out. And my buddy and I, Floyd, and his 12-year-old son, we went out and uh, a couple about three days ago. And um, we got a 145-pound bluefin about eight miles off Oceanside. And then a couple 60-pound. Bluefin, wow. and, and this is and for those of you who really you know who are not part of the California scene, a, a bluefin in California, you know, you, usually they're football size. You know, mm-hmm. uh, these are huge. Long range boats are actually fishing the local waters right now. This is a freak show. And so to catch 160 pound, 140 pound, 180 pound bluefin tuna is absolutely crazy, absolutely crazy right now. And so. 
everybody there is excited. Well, you know, I got a chance to go out on my little 18-foot wow. skiff. Let me tell you, oh, yeah. a 145-pound okay. tuna on an 18-foot skiff, it's really wow. not built It's not built for that. I didn't even have no. a place to put it. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. And, wow. Uh, How long uh, did that take? Because tuna, it, it, you well, know, it's well, like... Some a, people, take, it takes four hours, three yeah. hours, two hours, right. sometimes an hour. Yeah. Uh, it took Floyd, who's uh, really a strong guy and really experienced with the right tackle. It took him 20 minutes. What? 20 minutes. Yeah. It, it can be done. And uh, yeah. my column this, okay. uh, this next week is going to okay. be about the, the deal right. and the fact that he caught it and how he caught it and what tackle he wow. caught it on. Because a lot of people lose fish by making critical mistakes. Yeah. And uh, and they're very easily rectifiable. It's just that uh, light tackle, uh, not using uh, circle hooks, not setting the the hook correctly. It's all very technical. It's like yeah. uh, you know, it's like driving a race car. But uh, but he did it, and he showed he showed me how to do it. And I caught a his twelve year old son, and I caught a couple sixty pounders, and they Whoa. seemed like little peanuts. Wow, sixty I mean, pound bluefin <clears throat> on a on an eighteen foot boat. Eight miles off the coast in, you, in, in you know California. What, you know what that it's would, crazy. Do you know what that would? Uh, you'd pay for that in a sushi shop. <laughs> uh, about a thousand bucks. Yeah, a pound. <laughs> yeah, a, I mean, we, a, and we, it yeah. took us. It took us a while to flay yeah. all that. We put it into yeah. beautiful baggies and we oh, gave it away great. to everybody. And oh my God, oh, you know, we're heroes. Well, you, so, uh, I mean, you said everybody. I don't remember getting any of that. Well, John, you have to be around yeah, in the yeah. office here. But so, uh, uh, any, anyway, we only got about a minute. <laughs> but uh, no, that that is a great story. And you know, tuna. It's not like a dorado or marlins. They stay on stop, and you can catch them. They just go down. And you no, got I, you, you got to you got to you got to get John. Them let me. I'm just going to tell you real quick. Trying to gaff one of those things. Yeah. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. You get a gaff one of those things, and the first oh, thing yeah, they well. want to do is they want to pull you over the boat. Over, yep. over, the, over the boat, yeah. and uh, it yeah, almost get, did. getting the gaff in's easy part. Huh? Oh, I've <laughs> never, I've never gaffed a fish over 100 pounds. Wow. So uh, that thing okay. uh, just ripped me. So, oh, uh, but it was, a, it was for sure exciting. All right, and, uh, Pat, we're, we're going to have to go. We appreciate you've been very much uh, enjoyable, informational. Let's get down to Cabo for the big tuna tournament. Go to Western Outdoor News, W O N News com is that right? W O N E W S dot com. Okay. News dot com. Thank you, Pat. It's been a great show. We appreciate having you on. I've been thoroughly enjoying having being on the show. All right, you're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Visit us on fishtalkradio.com and listen to the show as many times as you want. It's right on the front page. Gone fishing 